from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, September 26. I'm Marco Werman. Egypt's new president makes his debut at the UN. Mohamed Morsi vowed not to rest until the civil war in Syria ends. Plus, what New York cab drivers make of the General Assembly and what they want world leaders to tackle. The drones, I heard, are killing large civilians. I hope the UN will do something about it. The drone thing. The drones. And later, reaction to Iranian universities limiting what women can study there. I don't think Iranian women will put up with it. PRI's The World is supported by Medtronic, hosting 25 global heroes at the Medtronic Twin Cities Marathon on October 7th. Join Medtronic Global Heroes on Facebook to celebrate these extraordinary athletes, all running with medical conditions such as heart disease, diabetes, or Parkinson's disease. The Medtronic Global Heroes, a diagnosis didn't end the run. And by WGBH, producer of Masterpiece. The saga continues at 165 Eaton Place, and the lives of masters and servants have never been so captivating as new arrivals make their mark and dark secrets are revealed a new season of upstairs downstairs sunday october 7th at 9 8 central on pbs i'm marco Werman. this is the world our program usually begins with news that is either literally or figuratively earth-shaking today we start with something that's out of this world literally the headline could be something like this earthlings see the first stars born after the big bang amazing right The Hubble Telescope has just completed a photographic project that NASA calls the Extreme Deep Field. It's a compilation of some 500 hours of photography, all of it focused on the same patch of space. And what that picture has captured is nothing short of incredible. A photo of galaxies so distant that they stretch back almost to the time when the first stars began to shine, give or take a few million years. We've got the picture at theworld.org. Meantime, down here on terra firma, it was a special day for Egypt's new president, Mohamed Morsi. He made his debut today before the United Nations General Assembly. Morsi gave a fiery, wide-ranging speech. He put the cause of Palestinians at the top of his address, calling for an immediate end to what he called the colonization and occupation of Arab lands. It is shameful that the free world would accept that a party in the international community may continue to deny the rights of a nation that looks to independence over decades, no matter what justification. It is also shameful that settlements continue on the territory of this people, the Palestinian people, and prevarication continues in over implementing international resolutions. Morsi's most passionate plea, though, was for an end to the war in Syria. He said the conflict there should be resolved without foreign military intervention. This crisis we are all responsible for, this suffering. We all have to move the world over to put an end to this tragedy. It is the tragedy of the age, and our duty is to end this tragedy. And in a nod to the concerns of neighboring Israel, Morsi underlined his government's willingness to uphold international agreements. 
Finally, President Morsi turned to an issue on the minds of many Muslim leaders gathered at the UN. He referred indirectly to the video mocking the Prophet Muhammad, which sparked widespread protests in Muslim countries. Egypt respects freedom of expression. Freedom of expression that is not used to incite hatred against anyone. Not a freedom of expression that targets a specific religion or a specific culture. A freedom of expression that tackles extremism and violence. Not the freedom of expression that deepens ignorance and disregards others. While Egypt's first post-uprising president spoke in New York, another of the Arab Spring's revolutions was marking a somber moment. In Libya, a former rebel fighter who was hailed as a hero was laid to rest today. Omran Ben Shaban was just 22 years old. His hero status came from the fact that he was there when the toppled dictator Muammar Gaddafi was captured last year.